With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money. But how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Monday, March 20th. And uh, this past week, really, it does feel like one of those, like a week that lasted a month. And I know that we've all been kind of deluged by the news cycle. I want to be clear that if you have any sort of worry, anxiety, anything going on, that you reach out to us. Let us help mitigate whatever feelings you have and put everything in perspective. That's what we do so well here. And it's kind of like the the backbone of the program. So if you are worried, if you're nervous, or if you just have a question about your financial life, just go to our website, jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button. Let us know if you would be willing to come on the air live. If you are willing to do so, Mark does all of the work. He'll get everything scheduled while you're on the website. Open up your pocketbooks, gang. You're going to buy the book, The Great Money Reset because it has been a great success, mostly because of you guys. So if you want to participate, you want to read some of the stories that you've heard, then you can check it out and we'll hopefully help convince you that there are many bold steps that you can take to turn chaotic periods into opportune periods, right? So great. Also, our brand new service, Jill on Money Live, it is up, it is ready. We are receiving people. Mark, how are the signups to the subscription service, which everyone told me I priced far too cheaply? How are we doing? I think we're doing well. And it's interesting because, you know, we offer the annual plan and then the kind of pay as you go. I would say 90% are choosing the annual plan. The annual plan is 35 bucks. I mean, what can you get for a subscription service with the fine content that we will be curating for $35? Come on. I would say it's $35 for now. For now. Okay. For this year, for the year 2023. If you'd like to join us, our first webinar is coming up. It's on March 30th, Ed Slot. He is the IRA expert. He is the man who convinced Mark that he should be all Roth all the time. Mark is, has a whole separate relationship with Ed behind my back. I'm fine with it. I feel very comfortable. We have an open relationship. Mark and Ed and I are a thruple. 
I'm comfortable with that concept. Okay. So check it out. All right. Today, let's get to one of your questions. This is Kevin. He's from upstate New York. Hi, Kevin. How are you? And what can we do for you? Hi, Jill. Hi, Mark. Well, I wanted to get your opinion on some retirement planning questions I'm asking myself as I look at where I'm at and really try to get an assessment from your expert standpoint in terms of how am I doing? Am I where I should be? And maybe over the next few years, what should I be, should I be thinking about maybe doing differently? Well, that's so, cool. So tell us, start by telling us a little bit about yourself. Uh, okay. First, how old are you? I'm 58. We'll be 59 in August. Okay. And are you single or married or partnered? What's your status? Married and four children. So Wow. Oh, my God. Are they all grown and okay? Everyone on their own? Yeah, everyone except I have one left, uh, a senior in high school. And she, Wait a minute, uh, you got to be the old father in the group. <laughs> oh my God. They're like, oh, look at her grandfather. He came to her soccer game. Isn't that nice? <laughs> okay, so one kid in high school. Yeah. All right, great. So do you work full time, Kevin? Yes, I do. How much do you earn? Currently, just over $200,000. Are you making a retirement contribution on that $200,000 salary? Yes, I'm, I'm maximizing out my percentage that I you know, legally can, of course. Okay, the maximum including the catch-up contribution because you're over the age of 50. In other words, $22,500 plus $7,500 or $30,000 this year? That's correct. Okay, great. Does your spouse work? Yes, she's a uh, she's in the medical profession. She works part time, but she uh, and annually earns about thirty to thirty five thousand dollars a year. And does she have um, a retirement plan, or is this kind of just pin money? What 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 are we uh, doing on that income? So she's in the home healthcare uh, industry, so works for independent people and families. So she does not currently have a 401k or a retirement option uh, in her current employment. Is this counting for social security purposes? Yeah. Yes. I claim every dollar and yeah, the last four or five years she's been in the home health care industry doing this type of work. I just want to say that that is an industry where you are not remunerated for the amazing work that you do. So I'm just going to thank her on behalf of anyone who has a family member who's ever had care like that. It is such important work. And I can't believe how little it pays. That has to change. Does she make a Roth, a Roth or an IRA contribution on this income or not? She doesn't, but okay. um, I can go through if you want yeah. the 401k and IRA. Now, I have Let's some long-term and short-term monies, which I can take you through. the. the sure. Program. Let's do it. So in uh, various 401k and IRA funds that I've had throughout my career, We've accumulated about $750,000 in retirement money sitting. Okay. All pre-tax, right? All pre-tax, yeah. Got it. I have about $35,000 in two individual Roth accounts. So total long-term money, when you look at what we have, we have about $785,000, let's say. Great. My wife has some independent stock money that she was given through her family that's about $35,000 that uh, we haven't really touched. We just leave it. I sold the condominium this past June in Florida. Um, I've owned the condominium about seven years or eight years and really was not planning to sell it, but got what you might call an offer I couldn't refuse through uh, a real estate agent. So 
I have the proceeds that I earned from that sitting in right now in a money market account, just really on the sidelines, only because really not sure what I want to do with that. And that's mm-hmm. part of my question for you today is maybe some options you might suggest. How much is in there? Uh, $377,000. You know, certainly um, it's there's going to be a tax event with that this year. Oh, um, so you've got this money sitting in cash. Might you want to buy another Florida play or something else? Or what do you think? We may, we may. Um, not sure. I mean, if let me take you through, I guess, the other two pieces to this puzzle that mm-hmm. um, hopefully, you know, give you a, a good foundation of what I'm doing. So I have also sitting in cash, just accumulated cash that I've kept on the sidelines, another $280,000. So all told with that, I, I'm somewhere around $1.4 to $1.5 million in long-term and short-term cash on the sidelines, if you will. Okay. I have a home, but we paid off the mortgage, so I have really no debt whatsoever. The home is probably worth in the, the market I'm in between four fifty and five hundred. But you're going to stay in this house. What do you think? Yeah, I will. Uh, probably for until my daughter finishes college. I'm thinking the next maybe three four years, and then it's 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 a pretty big home. So I'm thinking we will just move to something smaller at some point here over the next, you know, three to five year window, probably. Okay. All right. So we have your cash, we have your retirement, we've got some stock floating around, you got the proceeds from the condo sale. So now the big question I have for you is, what do you want to do? Like you're, you're going to be 59 this summer. Uh, How much longer do you want to work? Well, my goal was always uh, hopefully be able to be in a position to retire somewhere around 62. I enjoy what I do. So, you know, to the point of maybe being I'm healthy, hopefully, and I continue to be healthy. You know, I could see myself going probably to the max of 65. But I I really wanted to just understand from an assessment from from your viewpoint, you know, am I in a position where if I wanted to stop working at 62, Mm-hmm. Or at least retire and, you know, go work at a sporting goods store if I want. What do you figure your expenses are right now? Upwards of a, between five and 6000 a month. When you look at your retirement that is uh, Social Security based, what is your full retirement age benefit from Social Security? You know, for me, I think the number last I looked earlier uh, last year is about 2400 a month. Your wife, I presume, would just take half of that. Is she the same age-ish, older, younger? She just turned 60. Just because she doesn't have a lot of income, I presume that it would be half of your benefit yeah, is going to be more than it's hers. It's more near there, Jill. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it's kind of cool because when you think about it, if you your full retirement age is probably 67. And if you look at like where you are right now, you don't spend that much money. And if you think, wow, uh, I need, let's say $6,000 a month. What's nice to know is that, you know, you'll have half of that about just from social security and you have all this other money that can generate money. And let's just pretend, let's pretend for a moment that you've got the 401k, the IRA, do you want to include, I sort of feel like I'm not sure about the condo proceeds, whether we should include that or not, because you may want to buy something else, right? 
Yeah, I think, you know, when we get to the point of selling the house, we probably would buy a property. I wouldn't want to, I mean, I probably don't see myself renting. So I would probably take some of those proceeds and buy something small, you know, here in the area where we right. live. I think we'll, we'll probably end up being in the in the upstate New York area. Right. There. Well, let's just pretend that between your cash the proceeds from the condo and some of the money from the sale of your primary, your current primary residence. I'm not going to presume that all of that money is available for your retirement. I'm just not because I think you'll spend some chunk of it, right? So let's just say that instead of you having 1.4 or 1.5, you really have more like, let's say at 1.2, okay? And then when you look at that, we would say a, a good chunk of it hasn't been taxed yet right? So we have to factor that in. So we think like, it's probably more like a million bucks that you have, you know, conservatively. Now, the good news for you is, um, number one, you've got a few more years to work before you get to 62, right? The challenge that you have is that the years between 62 and full retirement age, you would be forced to be spending down some of your savings. And so if you really want to call it quits at 62, the plan is not quite as good as working till 65. I'm going to tell you that right now, because what happens is you eat into a chunk of that $280,000 cash reserve, or you say, you know what? I don't care. I'm, I'm sick of this. I'm going to call it quits, but you don't buy another house, another uh, condo in Florida that you use some of that cash. You know, something has to give a little bit because we have to replace your income until you can reach full retirement age. So I think that you have a lot of options. You're on the right track. My sort of favorite way to look at this is say, all right, what are what are my, you know, sort of best case, middle, worst case? I think your best case is you keep putting money away. You've got plenty of cash. You keep investing. You keep working. And I convince you to work till age 65, just so happens that that's when you get Medicare and it kind of helps you with building up your asset base. It's all great. It works. That's my best case. You wait your two years, you claim social security, you have plenty of money, it'll generate the money for you. That's your best case. Your next best case would be you say to me, hey, Jill, uh, I, I kind of really, 62 is going to be it. If 62 is really the number in your head, then I think that we have to make a decision. You have to make a decision about the proceeds of that Florida condo. If you're willing to say, I'm not going to use that money to buy anything else, I'm going to use it to float those years, those extra years while I'm not working at age 62, except in the sporting goods store, then you could still make it work. You really could. It's just that I would feel more comfortable on your behalf if you work till 65. Obviously, there's so many variables in this. I would say you're totally on the right track. Absolutely, you're great. There is more risk if you stop at age 62. If you really want to be in the place where you're like, I want the maximum opportunities of buying a place in Florida, also downsizing, but not really caring if I, I don't have to, you don't have to cash out so much. You work till you're 65. That's it. If things are going well, like, or you say like, Maybe your wife is all of a sudden making more money in the next few years and you can make, you know, we can revisit it. But I think you're you're absolutely on the right track. I feel comfortable with your plan. I do think that if you don't hate your work, I'd be really inclined to just keep keep on keeping on because it just makes the plan better and better. It really sure, does. Sure. 
Great. This is great information. Thank you. I just have one question for you. All right. I actually heard you over the weekend with another um, customer, if you will. No, caller, listener. They're not my customers. I, again, I don't even get to charge them anything. So they're just our, our community member. There we go. A community member asked about at what point, you know, you had mentioned something, I think, with respect to moving money out of investing into your 401k and IRA. And, yeah. And moving it onto the sidelines to help, you know, preserve some cash, let alone the pre-tax piece of, of yeah. the, the effect of 401. Yeah. I mean, so here's the thing. Uh, I know you live in New York and it's an expensive tax state. You guys are probably, most of your income is being taxed at the 22% tax bracket, a little bit maybe at the 24. Do you get bonuses at all? I have a bonus with my employment. Yeah. That, I included that in my salary. Okay. Number that I, I mean, like the thing is the bracket stops at 190,000. So when you are making 200 and you put 30 into your 401k, right? You're keeping yourself, most of your income is being taxed at the 22% bracket. You do have cash. It's a weird thing. Like you have so much cash on hand. It's almost silly for me to say like build up that cash. I can't, like, cause I don't think you have the cash. It's just a question of like, how can we better manage this? I think that maybe if you're feeling like you want to have more of the 62 possibility and also really want to have the ability to use that money from the proceeds of the condo to buy another property, then yes, you can maybe pull back on your contribution. It doesn't have to be 30. Maybe you put 15 in and maybe you put the other 15 into, you know, the stock account, the non-retirement account, you know, and you really get it working for you. It's just a weird thing because you do have so much cash. It's weird to, to say like, yeah, build up your cash when you really, I mean, you have 200, you have like more than a half a million, six, you have 600 grand in cash, almost seven. So, I don't know. It does. It's not a necessary thing. I'm. I'm inclined not to worry too much. You're going to be in a high tax bracket, but you know, you may be one of these people that you know when you actually. What happens is that, like, because a lot of your money hasn't been taxed yet, the period between age 62 or 65, and when you collect Social Security, that is the time when you're going to pull out your money from your 401k and your IRA and start paying the tax at hopefully what will be the 12 or the 22% bracket. It's just paying the tax that's due while you're in a low tax bracket. One quick question. You got your estate documents done? Oh, yes. Yes, I do. Uh, I know you always ask that. And uh, we have uh, will and power of attorney and everything in, in place for, Perfect. For, the fam- for the family. So, yes. Perfect. All right. I think you're done. Anything else for me? No, it's terrific, Joe. I love watching your show. I love love when you're on CBS. And uh, thank you so much for uh, your time and looking at my scenario. Oh, it's really a pleasure. Thank you to Mr. Kevin. And if you, like Kevin, have some retirement questions, you want a little bit of an outside view of what's going on, give us a holler. Go to JillOnMoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. Of course, let us know if you would be willing to come on the air. Now, if you want to go into heavy-duty Roth Convo, and you really need a little bit of a handhold about what's the best time to convert, you really should subscribe to our new service. It's called Jill on Money Live. Our first of our four quarterly live webinars is coming up this month with Ed Slot, And we're going to roll out more special content. So check it out. So you can subscribe to our new service right on our website, jillonmoney.com. 
don't forget to do something nice for someone else today. It's going to make that person feel good and it's going to make you feel really good. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We will talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.